This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It's January the 2nd, and that means many of you are starting to tackle your New Year's resolutions. And in addition to the usual diet and exercise plans, there's dry January, there's veganuary, as well as financial resolutions. Do you buy into any of this? Uh, What are your top resolutions that you want to try? And what are the secrets to uh, making them stick? I would like to hear from you. The numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Kaird Urquhart, who is a life and professional coach and president at New Road Coaching. Hi there, Kaird. Hi, good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's the afternoon. You're right. (laughs) What happened to that morning? What happened to that morning? So New Year's resolutions, uh, some of the statistics are a little daunting. Apparently, a quarter of people who make New Year's resolutions will abandon them after only a week. What's that about? I believe that. I think what happens is we make resolutions that are too broad. You know, it's sort of, uh, I'm going to be healthier or I want to be happier. It's very broad statement. It's much better if you kind of condense it down. And if the resolution is, I'd like to be healthier, let's say, if you break it down into condensed goals. So example, um, I'd like to eat more vegetables three days a week, or I'd like to go to the gym two days a week, or something that you can actually chew on that will create the broader objective of being healthier. But you've actually broken it down into small little bits. Yeah, that sounds sensible. I mean, I've even read tips of, well, if you want to eat healthier, I will put an apple in my lunch bag, you know, twice a week or on the Mm -hmm. table or wherever it is that you're eating lunch, something as specific as that. That's correct. And so the smaller, the better. And it helps also if maybe you do it with a buddy. So maybe you've got somebody else who has the same objective and you kind of hold each other accountable for the next few months. And sometimes it's good not to say for the whole year because that just feels big and overwhelming. So maybe just do it month per month at a time and check in with your friend. They're doing the same thing. And so that you, you hold each other accountable that way and you can encourage each other that way as well. Now, there, there are some very specific to January resolutions that have become quite trendy. I'm talking about a dry January where people say, okay, I'm not going to drink alcohol for the month of January. And then there's veganuary where people say, I'm going to be vegan for one month, uh, which means uh, I think that's very tough, but it's becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at least if it's just a month, it makes it a bit hel- uh, sorry, a bit easier to do. But, you know, the problem with sending resolutions sometimes is if we don't achieve them, we feel guilty. And you have to remember that this is your own goal or your own resolution. You have 100% the right to break it without guilt. But I would pare it down again. If you want to try to be vegan, then maybe just uh, I'm going to eat vegan for three days 
every week. For the, and if I really like it, then maybe in February I'll do it for four days. But, you know, cold turkey can sometimes be a bit trickier. The drinking one, I've tried that. It's, uh, it is tricky, but it's doable. But then sometimes you want to change your lifestyle within that as well. So you go to the gym more, or maybe you don't go out as much. There are other things that have to go in parallel. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, I think there are, I mean, I, the other statistic is that only 40% of people will stick to it for six months. I actually think that's pretty good. That's really good. Uh, you know, six, six months is a long time to, to be doing something totally different. Albeit, though, it takes about 21 to 27 days to change your habit. So once you get into that second or third month, it can actually get easier. So the first month or two is the hardest. And I've got to say, and I'm, I'm wondering if our uh, listeners experience this, you know, I seem to have the same ones every year, and I haven't been doing that well, maybe baby steps. I mean, I'm probably way behind the curve, because while lots of people are trying to get off social media, I think I should spend a little more time on social media, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, you know, probably for business reasons. And also in terms of getting organized, you know, it seems that every year it's like, I'm organizing that office. This time, I'm really going to do it. Uh, let me give the numbers out again. I'd like to hear from people again. Are, do you have res- New Year's resolutions? A lot of people think that it's a bunch of baloney. If that's what you think, let us know. Uh, do you have, is it a new resolution or is it something that you've tried in previous years and, and you have to take another crack at? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free one 866-740-4740. We're talking about New Year's resolutions. I'm talking to Carrot Urquhart, who is a life and professional coach at New Road Coaching. And is it, it seems always diet and exercise are at the top of the list, Carrot. Yeah, they're biggies, uh, particularly in the winter months when we hunker down and we tend to eat more and get outside less. Um, so I think, you know, diet is kind of a tricky word because it's associated with sort of negativity, like I'm going to give up something. So it's better, I think, to think about it in terms of lifestyle. And if you want to feel good about yourself, it's all about, you know, self-empowering, being, you know, self-love, if you will, um, then eating well is just a natural course of that. So if, maybe if you change the sort of the definition of the word, I'm going to love myself more in January, so therefore I'm going to feed myself really healthy things as opposed to I'm going to diet and not eat the things that, you know, I might want. Well, I don't know. Sometimes the way, way I would think about it is, well, if it's a diet, it's only for a short amount of time. If it's a lifestyle change, you know, I have to do this forever. <laughs> well, nothing forever, but I, but uh, but if at least if you make some kind of lifestyle, and it could be tiny, right? I mean, maybe it is like you would talk about the apple. It could be something really small that is a lifestyle change for you that you can implement every morning. So it could be a small habit in the morning. Maybe first thing in the morning, you always get up and you don't eat breakfast. You have your cup of coffee. You don't eat well, and you're really hungry by ten thirty. Maybe it's a subtle different diet change in terms of the habit that you have. Now you get up and you have some protein in the morning and then you feel a little bit better for a little longer. Small things are good. I'm going to go to the phones. We've got Joan in Burlington. Hello, Joan. Hi. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. I hope you had a good holiday season. I did. Thank you. Good. New Year's resolution. I haven't made one for years. Um, I don't think it has impacted my lifestyle anyway. Uh, Even during Lent, I I gave up the 
the idea of giving up something for Lent because, quite frankly, I, I didn't see the need for it anymore. Okay, but but uh, are you uh, healthy? Do you eat healthy? Do you think you should do any of those things more, or you think you kind of uh, got to the point where you've got it right? I think I think I, I've got it right because I take every day as it comes. Forget about something that happened yesterday. I cannot change, and I I, I do eat three meals a day. I eat healthy. I'm not a great snacker. The only time I eat candies is when somebody gives them to me at Christmas, like, you know, chocolate gingers and all that sort of thing. That will last me for a couple of months or something. But, no, I, I don't binge. I've never dieted. And I'm reasonably healthy. That sounds great. Joan, thanks for your call. And I'm going to pick up on something you said with Karen. Thanks for your call. Uh, when Joan said she takes every day as it comes, uh, are, do you find people are making resolutions uh, just to have a better uh, attitude? I don't know if that's the right word, but take things as they come. You know, the I've, one of the things I've been reading, people, you know, making conclusions about the decade, that this is a time of high anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I love about Joan is that it's, it's, sort of, it's like she had made a resolution not to have a resolution, which, mm-hmm. um, which is a great one to have as well, right? Because it keeps the pressure off of, of trying to get something done that you may not want to do. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, it, it can be a high level um, anxiety time of year, um, particularly with the holidays, etc., all coming around. And it's a very emotional time of year for many people. Um, and I, I just, you know, I think that... Uh, to, to put too much pressure on yourself isn't necessarily the way to go. Um, you may want to think about why you're trying to create a resolution, right? A lot of people create resolutions without giving them context. And it's good to sort of understand why you might want to get healthier, or try to be happier, or try to be on more, more online or not more online. or you know, why, are you, why are you needing those things? Because there's probably a bigger picture reason. And as soon as you can tap into what that reason is, it makes it much easier to create that change or resolution. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've also seen people who say you have to be ready to do whatever it is you're, you're trying to do. So how do you know if you're ready? I think you know if you're ready if you're actually implementing. You know, when, uh, when people call me for coaching, for example, if they're not ready to be coached, um, they won't hire me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once you have a, an, a, an initial conversation with someone and you start talking about the things that they will, they say they want to change in their life, if they start backpedaling, then they're just not ready. So I think if you really are ready to, to embrace whatever the changes may be, um, you'll know because you'll get excited about it. I suppose it won't feel like you're swimming against the current. One of the things that I've seen suggested is to make tell everybody. So what do you tell everybody if you tell everybody, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or, or whatever, that I guess it makes it embarrassing if you don't. Yeah, that kind of speaks to accountability. So if you tell everybody, you've got all these friends that are holding you accountable. And that can be tricky if you aren't really intending on following it through because you're right it can be embarrassing and humiliating then people are on you all the time i would suggest just telling one person or or writing it down um writing things down really helps you to accomplish them and so you can look back i do this every year i write down things that i want to accomplish the next year and then and then when the end of the year comes i take a look and it's pretty impressive sometimes when you think about it i've forgotten what i've even written <laughs> but I seem to have accomplished them. So sometimes when you write things down, it goes into your subconscious, 
and you accomplish them anyway. What are your New Year's resolutions? Um, I, I sort of set them out in terms of, you know, I, I always have fitness, then I have travel, then I have health, some other kind of health component, and then I have financial component. I sort of, I like to break mine down, but as a coach, I'm goal-oriented, so that's, that's kind of how I do it. Um, you know, so I'll put, you know, I want to be on the bike four times a week, for example. I know I'm not going to do it seven, so what's the point of putting seven? But four is something I could probably handle. So that's just a small example. And I'll put my travel goals on. Where would I like to go? This year. Let's Put pick up on, on, on that because that's a, a pleasant resolution. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the things that people, you know, are things that they've been avoiding doing, you know, but travel resolutions, I mean, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to wait to do things that I want to do in my life. Uh, and I'd like to put that out there. We do have uh, just a few minutes left in the program, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Have you ever thought of making a resolution of something really pleasant, like taking a trip or just doing something you've always wanted to do that maybe you've been denying yourself because you don't want to spend the money or take the time or whatever it may be. Do a lot of people make that type of resolution cared? I don't think so. Not the people I talk to. They seem to make ones that feel like drudgery. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, I, to your point, I think it's great to have resolutions out there that are going to draw you forward, something that you can get excited about. It could be... and. and yeah, I think we sort of assume that the resolution has to be something that happens every day all year long, but doesn't. It could be, I'm going to do this in July, whatever that is, that thing is. And it could be a travel, it could be a, a, an exercise thing, it could be go visit a friend you haven't seen in years, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be continuous. It could be something you're just setting for yourself for 2020. Yeah, that sounds, uh, I like the sound of that. And, uh, you know, again, with with the travel, and I can see, you know, the need for it, because there have been uh, years where I know, like, my husband really wants to travel, and, and it kind of gets away from you, and you don't plan it, or there's some reason that you don't, you don't or you don't go to see people. I, I think I think that's a valid thing, and maybe you balance out uh, the the uh, the hard resolutions with the pleasant ones like that. Let's take a call from Marilyn and Vaughn. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, and bonne année. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually a Quebecer too, but I'm actually in Ontario. Long time Ontarian now. But, um, yeah, it's funny because I actually consulted a naturopath um, recently. So I thought, oh, I don't want to be doing this yo-yo dieting anymore. Maybe I can try a new path where it's natural foods. So actually, um, you know, we were discussing mindfulness Uh because I work from home. So that can be an issue, too, where you're too close to the fridge. And, um, you know, I'm cooking several meals a week for my grandchildren. So it's difficult to... You know, what I make for them, we get a lot of leftovers, and then, you know, you can eat things that... that so you did you did you make some kind of diet resolution? Yeah, so I'm going to start um, like a 14-day cleanse. Then you basically um, do diet sheets, and you keep a journal, which I thought was a really interesting idea for me, because before I eat or sit anywhere, I'll write in my journal. So this is something that I'm planning to do from the 7th of January because I have a, had a lot of social functions to attend, so it's hard to 
you know, to stay away from food, basically. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, 7th of January, uh, the Ukrainian Christmas is the 6th or the 7th, so I know <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are are uh, waiting till till that's over. Yes, that's right. But yeah, I think also it's the guilt, right? You set a, a target, and then if you don't make your target, then, uh, you know, you feel guilt. Or I guess in our family, you know, it's all like weight. We, You know, we all had this issue as we're getting older you know, to gain weight, right? And I'm very healthy. I'm not on any medication, but I tend to yo-yo, you know, and gain 40 pounds and lose 20. Oh, and dear. Gain, you know what I mean? So Good. we're in kind of... I'm sorry. I just looked at the time and uh, we are basically out of time. Marilyn, best of luck to you in Thank your New you. Year's resolution. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, Cared, what would you like to leave us with in about 20 or 30 seconds? Um, I think I'd just like to say, based on our last, uh, sort of our last go-round here, was to set something for yourself that's exciting, so that 2020 can be a year to look forward to. So it's not just about the weight loss or the try to be happier or try to, you know, on a bigger picture, what is going to make you happy? What is going to make you want to care for your body more? There might be something out there that you've always wanted to do, you know, climb a mountain or something. And that will, that will drive all the other... Um, all the other components to the to the health piece. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. Free for All Friday is coming up tomorrow, so that's when we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. And as we hit the new year, there will be a lot to talk about. Carrot Urquhart, life and professional coach at New Road Coaching. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay, bye bye. And bye. That, that's all the time we have. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.